following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Wednesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can follow everything about high school sports 24-7 at MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. Wednesdays on the Huge Show are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan. It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. You ready? Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It's time to get together on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show, 19 stations strong. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. You can also listen to the free stream weekdays, 3 until 6 p.m. at thehugeshow.net. And on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show, and you can listen live and catch up on our podcast anywhere in America where you get mobile service. Inside this hour, Mark Ewell, Executive Director of the Michigan High School Athletic Association, will join us. We'll answer questions from the audience. You can drop one at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. A lot of people wondering about out-of-state play, out-of-state teams. Ant Wright, who has an awesome basketball Twitter feed, maybe the best out there. Uh, Drop five questions, and I'll ask Mark those questions coming up. And you can join in on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. With Mark, we'll go over their latest board meetings, where new sports stand possibly as soon as next year or maybe a couple years down the road, the spring championships. All the stories trending at MHSAA.com. Mark has been transparent, open, and honest from day one in our nearly four-year partnership on these Wednesdays. So we'll hear from Mark Ewell. We also do the shout-outs each and every year. Come May through the first week in June, uh, if you have a senior athlete, boy or girl, at any Michigan high school, uh, you can leave a shout-out at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. I'll go through some of those momentarily. Then we'll get Mark in studio. You know, I've watched this guy on air, off air, and what he did through the pandemic and the way he fought for our kids was heroic leadership. And it all starts at the top in any situation. And he's answered all the questions. Last time he was in studio, or actually he was on the phone because he was at a conference in Chicago, we talked about the transgendered athlete rules that have been in place for a decade in the state of Michigan. And it's really a model for the rest of America and maybe even the world. Transparency, honesty, and I look forward to Mark Ewell in studio. And those shout-outs are pretty cool because it really connects to our 19 radio stations, those who listen online. So drop 
The senior shout-out, any boy or girl athlete, any high school state of Michigan. Add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. You'll see uh, the post. Matthew Fields wants to give a shout-out to scholar-athlete Ethan Green, an MHSAA scholar-athlete out of Kingston High School, track and field. Also a shout-out to Ethan Harrington of Kingston High School for overcoming two ACL surgeries and having a phenomenal senior year. Also in track, proud of you guys, that's Matthew Fields uh, with his shout-out. Dan Heckman, Owen Valentine, Marshall senior baseball outfielder, DH pitcher, playing out the season, the game he loves. Owen has no interest in post-secondary education as he is running and owning and operating a six-figure lawn landscape and outdoors operation called Valentine Outdoors, a business Making his mom and dad proud and grandpa and grandma is very proud. Look at that. Guy's just getting out of high school, going to finish up his senior year at Marshall with the baseball team. And he started a landscape and lawn care business while in high school. And it's now a six-figure operation down in Marshall. That's awesome. Jeremy Wood with a shout-out for William Wood, senior at St. Louis High School on the golf team. Yeah, so these these shout-outs are I'll do them every Wednesday now through the first week in June, which is right around the time of graduations and the graduation parties. And if you want to give a shout-out to a cheerleader, a senior cheerleader, somebody who was in the marching band, somebody who's a trainer, a student manager, uh, we'll do those. It really is with our partnership with the Michigan High School Athletic Association. It's one of the cool things we look forward to each and every year, and especially when we dealt with years that they didn't finish, like the pandemic season, or years where Mark Ewell and his team at the Michigan High School Athletic Association found a way uh, to finish. Uh, it's been an unbelievable ride. And, and I'm watching the Michigan High School Athletic Association grow their girls and boys championships at the Breslin and beyond. So Mark will be in studio here in a, a few minutes inside this segment. And we'll start our conversation. A lot of questions from the audience for Mark. And the, the one thing I've admired, he's transparent, he's honest. And if he has an answer, uh, he'll drop it. And it's no negatives. It's just looking at the growth. Like someone said, hey, Montana just introduced the shot clock. And I said, look at the residuals are getting off of Yellowstone. I mean, alone, that probably, Costner probably paid for all the shot clocks. In, and then remember, Montana, there aren't a lot of high schools. A lot of mountains, uh, a lot of movie sets, and TV trucks, uh, but not a lot of high schools. So we'll get to those momentarily. I just want to hit a few more shout-outs before we welcome in Mark Ewell, Executive Director of the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Kimberly Perry, shout-out to Lexi Howell, Lowell High School Basketball. Uh, Jesse Terry, Maddie Terry from Wayland Hi, here on the west side of the state for our listeners on 96.1. Varsity basketball player for the girls team. Great athletic program in Wayland, just south of Grand Rapids. Uh, Daniel Schooneman Bowers, Lexi Bowers from Kent City High School. I think I heard a lot about her solid player, Lexi from Kent City, north of Grand Rapids. That, you know, Sparta used to be a big town when I was growing up because Kent City was to the north. And then you didn't want to get into Grant and Nuego. Because then Sparta was like a metropolis down M37. Uh, Missy Veenstra Johnson with an MHSAA shout-out to Allison Johnson, Tri-County 
High School, Varsity Girls Soccer, their season's still going on. Uh, Rhonda uh, Belifo uh, Varnsdale, Bernie Varnsdale, West Catholic football state champs and also a basketball player. Uh, Scott Long, Grant Long from Lenawee Christian uh, High School track and field for our listeners on The Cave down in Adrian, southeast Michigan. Sarah Warber Baker, Ellery Baker, Hudsonville High School basketball, and Julie Lynn. Also uh, says I want to give a shout out to all the great seniors: Dan Beisel, uh, Eva Beisel, Hudsonville Competitive Dance, Reed Jones, Austin Jones from Schoolcraft High School. Uh, right down where one thirty-one, I think, almost ends uh, in Schoolcraft South of Town. Mark Ewell, Executive Director, uh, also handling uh, one-lane. Uh, road construction traffic patterns from Lansing to Grand Rapids. Anybody traveling either way, I've experienced it, you've experienced it, and I've discovered cities I didn't know that existed because I'm a guy. I'm going to get off the highway to heck with GPS. I know I'm just going to go east. Oh, hold on. That's Grand River. I think it goes all the way to Lansing. Meanwhile, I'm in like Sunfield. I don't know where I'm at. There's cows in the middle of the road, but I'm a guy and I'm going to I'm going to beat this traffic. How you doing, Mark? I'm good. I think I learned on my drive over we're no longer the Great Lakes state, that our, our state symbol should just be an orange barrel because I think uh, I saw a 1,000 of them. Oh, my gosh. That, that trip between – I'm serious. I've been doing the back way through, like, Ionia, Saranac, Lowell, if i got to go to Lansing. Seriously, I'll throw twenty third As long as my car is moving, I'll, I'll take the extra 20 minutes. When I'm stopped dead in traffic – between and, and Detroit too. Keep going. Yep. Detroit's decided. You know what? We're gonna redo everything by Novi. We're gonna redo it. Oh my lord! I'm so glad my kids aren't playing the travel soccer going that way. You bet. Anymore. How you doing? I'm doing good. Hey, I saw the Air the Air Force Academy football team was at the White House. Was that? Was that was that Air Force? It was. So they won the uh, the Commander in Chief Trophy last year, the, which is between Navy and Army and Air Force, right? Correct. Whoever is the best record between the three, and Air Force won it. So the tradition of the three service academies is the seniors go and represent the team at the White House. The seniors, so the, not the entire team. Yep. So the the Air Force seniors were just at the White House and. Um, yeah, my son's a sophomore, still uh, had a really good spring, um, so he's uh, hopeful that he'll be on the field this fall as a special teamer and playing some at linebacker, but uh, yeah, very excited that the, the seniors got to go to the White House. Yeah, and I saw that they were presenting uh, President Biden with a helmet, jersey, and I think a scarf or something, right? And he just... Took the jersey and walked away, and they were left holding the helmet. We had a helmet for you. Get back here, President. We got a helmet. It was for the Air Force Academy. It was a little awkward, but yeah. uh, well, for those guys there, the seniors, and and they're making a commitment to our country. That's one thing I admire about the Air Force Academy, West Point, uh, Annapolis. That the these men and women are choosing or appointed as well. Or, or they go to play sports, and it's a combination of both. But they're making that choice uh, to represent America. Absolutely. Every kid that you see at one of those three academies after their four years of school 
it's a minimum of a five-year military commitment. So that's um, why you get the education and the payback is minimum five years. Some yep. make it a military career. You got it. And at the Air Force Academy, if you want to fly, become a pilot, uh, your commitment doubles from five years to 10. So uh, some choices wow. uh, ahead here for uh, our son, Grant. Uh, he is considering the pilot track, but again, uh, you know, five years to the government versus 10 years, uh, some tough decisions ahead. Did Top Gun Maverick inspire him to want to be a pilot, right? Uh, it, it is. And as he's considering this, uh, you know, my wife says she'll never watch Top Gun again because as a mom, you know, your kid up, uh, you know, uh, pushing the envelope in a fighter fighter jet. Um, it, it's a little bit different when, uh, when Maverick uh, might be in your own house. I'm concerned. You know, Ace just got his license. He was busy with football and winter workouts, and I think he didn't want to you know, start driving in the winter. So, you know, in the last week and, you know, I get the kids every other week and I'm concerned, worried about that. I can't imagine if my kid's going to be a a pilot in the military. Yeah. But, you know, we, the way we've kind of gotten our head around it is you're not going to have better training than you do in Colorado Springs. If you're going to fly, I think that's kind of what the Air Force Academy does. And so, yeah, end of his sophomore year, he's got a lot of decisions about major and, um, you know, what uh, what military path. A, a really quick story. So every uh, cadet at the end of their sophomore year has to do a three-week internship on an actual Air Force base just to kind of get a feel for how it goes. And, uh, you know, our, our son was guessing he'd get sent to Minot, North Dakota. Not that North Dakota is not wonderful, but for the first three weeks of June, Grant got assigned uh, to the Air Force Base at Pearl Harbor. So, Are you serious? He'll, Hawaii? He'll start off his... Uh, That's a vacation. That's what we think. He says, nope, I'll be working on the, the, the base every day. But uh, pretty neat opportunity. Again, it just shows you the service academies can really be uh, doorways to, to see the world and, and see the country. And he's pretty excited about uh, the first three weeks of summer. You know, as we go back and forth on Generation Z meets whatever generation you want to call it, I, I do admire the men and women uh, who choose to go down that path uh, at our military academy. So kudos to your son. Uh, speaking of options and things going on, last time we, uh, we talked a couple weeks ago, uh, what's the latest with your executive council? Uh, what has come out of uh, the spring here in terms of looking ahead to next year for Michigan High School Sports? Any news? So it's a big week. Um, our representative council, which is our 19-member board of directors, which is superintendents, principals, and ADs from all over our state, uh, we've got our last full board meeting of the year uh, this weekend on March 7 and 8. And this is where all of our sport committee... May, May 7 and 8. I'm right. sorry. Yes, May 7 and 8. It's that um, traffic. Trust me. It is. M, I get my M's mixed up. Uh, March 7 and 8. And all of the proposals that have come from our sport committees during the year that have gotten a positive vote in the committee will end up in front of our board. And uh, they will take lots of action this weekend. And so... Uh, Anything that is passed then goes into policy for next year. So the I think some of the headlines going into the board meeting, you know, we've got um, a handful of, of eligibility proposals, which are really just looking to add more uh, clarity to, to the transfer rule, for example. 
Um, you know, that, again, in, in this day and age, people are asking for uh, brighter lines to our rules, and we're trying to give them that. Um, looking at some health and safety things, if we take our CPR requirement for coaches, extend that down to the junior high middle school level. I mean, every time uh, it seems like you turn around, you hear of another cardiac episode, and um, preparation and having an AAD present means everything. And then when you go through some of the sport-by-sport sport things, we'll certainly talk football playoffs. I don't see uh, any change um, in the immediate future. So I see this fall certainly uh, continuing as we have in 10 divisions, 8 divisions of 11-player, uh, 2 divisions of 8-player um, with the strength of schedule formula. Um, so it'll be... Uh, Interesting. Uh, basketball has a proposal um, to where uh, the Basketball Coaches Association would like to see more seating that they would like to in a region. Um, they'd like to see more teams seated to try and separate the best teams within a region, kind of taking a, a little bit of an NCAA model. I know that's generated some good conversation and lots of questions. So, um, you know, at the end of the day, and I think what the listeners need to realize is that we're an association of member schools. And we're driven by our membership, that all of these proposals and ideas and tweaks have come to us from our school people that serve on our committees. And the best ideas then get out of committee and they go before our full board. And those superintendents, principals, and athletic directors, they're the ones who vote on what changes for next year and what stays the same and uh you know this is not a case to where our staff or myself gets to sit down and pick and choose what we're going to do you know certainly you've got to have some leadership with that democratic process within our schools but but that's what we are we're run by our schools we're an association driven um and membership driven association and i think that's something uh we're we exist to serve our schools and that's what we'll keep doing I think last month or five weeks ago, last time you were in studio with me, Mark, we talked about you've worked with people connected to basketball on all levels in the state uh, about modernizing the ability for basketball teams to play out-of-state teams, to play out-of-state teams, to come in-state, get the TV games. And that wouldn't just be basketball. It would be uh, all sports. Uh, what's Is that part of the executive council agenda this weekend what are some of the proposals i know we touched on it last time but let's uh, refresh that you bet so the i think one of the bigger things we'll consider is a fairly significant change um to our travel and competition role so what our school uh, and what our board will ring in on is our schools have been loud and clear that they wanted to keep our border state rule in other words a michigan school can go regardless of miles anywhere they want into Ohio, Indiana, Wisconsin, Ontario, and then we've also got Illinois, because it's hard to go between Indiana and Wisconsin without going through Illinois, as well as Minnesota. So right now, those are our border states. And what the proposal would say is our schools can go anywhere and compete in those states. The big change would be whether a Michigan school wants to host a tournament or an event or you go into one of those border areas, you can play whomever you wish. So, for example, if this passes next December over the holidays, if one of our Detroit area schools or a Grand Rapids area school wants to host a holiday basketball invite, with the best teams in the country. Best teams in the country, as long as they're a member in good standing of their state's association, they can come to Michigan and you can play them. Or if one of your teams are uh, headed to Chicago 
or Indy or Minneapolis or Cleveland or Cincinnati, and you go to one of those boarding areas, and when you get to that tournament or that invite, there's schools there from Texas and California and Florida. If this change passes, you can now play them. So that criticism of, well, we're not allowing our best kids and our best teams to go out and show what they can do against other places in the country, uh, that's the proposal that's going to be in front of our board. And uh, I think what it does is it certainly opens up more opportunities for our kids, but also keeps the sanity that our Michigan schools, they want to stay within Michigan. Michigan and within the bordering areas, and I think we've really struck a, a, a pretty good balance, and uh, we'll see what our board says here over the weekend on that. Yeah, Ann Wright, uh, who has one of the better basketball Twitter feeds, uh, former, I think, Michigan player, and uh, he's really cool about it. Uh, he dropped some questions, and I had tweeted out that Mark Hill, executive director, is going to be on the show today, uh, transparent, open, honest, and really just answered his first question question uh, going to allow teams to play in national events so if there's a national event in the bordering state they can play there or host it here or detroit sports commission or if uh on campus at uh the breslin uh grand rapids right you got van andel arena you got you know calvin college you got hope college you could host a and teams from long beach poly could come in and play and and that would be any sport so like let's say a powerhouse Belleville, right? Uh, Detroit Catholic Central. If they wanted it all, you get, uh, you know, the best team in California and they wanted to come in and play a football game, that would be allowed if this new rule passes, correct? It would be. It, it, but yeah, as long I, as the game's in Michigan, right? Or Michigan or, or in a border state. But I think an, another important distinction here, and I think, uh, you know, we also get the, the TV criticism part, you know, well, you know, well, first of all, we have a national network. So our our schools, again, it's streamed, but our schools are available worldwide. So the whole thing of, well, you don't allow Michigan schools to be on uh, television or to stream, that that that's like criticizing Jim Leland for the Tigers lineup tonight. That's a that's a five. Yeah, we did that a lot back in the day. <laughs> I mean, that that's like a handful of year old. Um, criticism that way with with the whole television thing. I think what's important to know is that you still have to play schools from other state associations in good standing. Um, what you right now see on, say, ESPN are not high schools. Those are not high school sports. So well, is IMG recognized uh, as a high school in Florida? They're no. not. They are not part of their state association. They get kids from all over the country. It's a basketball factory or it's a football or factory. Or soccer or... We'll fill in the blank. Yeah, baseball, golf, go down the list. Oak Hill uh, out in Virginia has been a basketball factory forever. So, so that, these are schools that are not recognized by their correct. state associations. Correct. So if, if again, you want to get that top... Um, team that's part of the CIF in California to come in, or that those, uh, you know, in it, I think we'll see some team sports bill do it where I'll see, I think more is even in their individual sports that if, you know, a huge uh, national wrestling invite where it's some of the top kids in the country, whether it's here in Michigan, whether it's in Cleveland or Indy or Chicago, um, I think that's going to clear the way an awful lot. But the reality is ESPN is not putting on high school games involving Detroit Cast Tech or Rockford or Eden Prairie in Minnesota 
or uh, Bloomington South in Indiana. That is not happening. The only folks that are getting on ESPN are these things, and when they say it's a high school game, that is the biggest air quote thing in the history of the world because these are not normal, traditional high schools. ESPN wants to highlight the fraction of the 1% of kids and spin that as, well, this is what high school sports look like. Um, We're going to focus on the other 99.9% who, in many cases, are those kids also go on and play at the next level and compete at a high level. Um, So, again, we're going to invite some of that competition with other top programs in other states around the country. From from that state association, no matter what the level is, right? Correct. And and of these, what I'll I'll call the the, uh, unaffiliated, again, air quotes, high schools, that's probably it's less than 50 across the country. But, but those, they're getting on TV. Those are the ones that the ESPNs want to chase. And there are some uh, association schools at ESPN you'll see early in the year. Occasionally. Like a Utah yep. or, or Northern California sectional schools, right? That You'll see a few. But they're looking for IMG, and then IMG's coming in to play, you know, Loyola, Chicago, right? Yeah, and, the, and the 12 kids on the IMG basketball team are from 12 different states who have all come in for one year or two year. And again, they're there to, to move to the next level. Um, I'm sorry, that, that that's not... Um, that's not high school. That's not what we do. That's not our business. So what we're going to do is we're going to get with the 49 other states in the country who, again, um, where their high schools look like their communities, and uh, that'll be where we keep going forward. All right, and what about the All-Star Game participation or the showcases that they do? Uh, how does that, with the current rules, with the possible change in the rule, Mark, that yep. you said this weekend, for Michigan high school athletes, what are the limits and what could be uh, increased in terms of the boundaries uh, moving forward for all-star game showcase participation? So that's another one where it's kind of like, uh, you know, Jim Leland leaves Todd Jones in too long. You know, that's a criticism from eight years ago. Um, our current all-star rule is we allow kids in all sports, seniors, to play in an all-star event at the end of the season. So we've had kids at the end of football go to the, I think, the, the U.S. Army game in Texas. Or Under Armour Under down Armour. in San Antonio, right? All of our senior kids can go and do those. In basketball, if, if we have a, a young man or a young woman that gets picked as a McDonald's All-American and they want to go play in the McDonald's All-American game, they can do That's that. That's for any sport. If a wrestler gets invited to the... You know, Iowa Showcase or, you know, the wrestling of the stars in New York City, the seniors are allowed to do it. Seniors are allowed to do it during the school year without losing any eligibility in their other sports. So if I'm that football kid and I want to play in the Under Armour game and wherever in, in January... I can come back, and I still have eligibility in basketball, and I still have eligibility. Track and field, uh, baseball, you know, whatever, the the, the spring sports, right? Lacrosse, you, you got it. it. So what, what there is, Mark, I, I think a lot of people don't understand, you know, especially since you took over as executive director of the Michigan High School Athletic Association, how these rules have been updated to meet the needs of the student-athletes in the modern era of high school sports. Absolutely, and I, I think I there, there's a misnomer out there that you know these kids are still shackled; they can't do anything. Oh. They're locked inside their school districts, 
And that's furthest from the truth. That's, again, Jim Leland leaves Todd Jones in the well, game. Well, you are. Tomorrow. Maybe it's because the Tigers have a doubleheader today. You're referencing <laughs> Jim Leland. How about Bobby Knight, at least? You know, Bobby Knight's leaving Steve Alford in the game too much. I mean, it's, again, um, and one of the things I saw on social media dealt with wrestling today, and I almost drove off the road. Wrestling, we allow our the top end of Michigan high school wrestling right now has never been better. You look at the number of Michigan kids who are not just on the roster but are in the lineups at places like Penn State, uh, Cornell, all of the national powers when you get to the end of the line in, in NCAA wrestling um, are Michigan kids and Michigan kids in the in the not in the off. Uh, season portion of all of these non-school events um, can essentially go almost anywhere and participate with no problem. So the the criticism about how our top wrestlers can't go do this or do that. Um, I don't think it's criticism. I think it's just education. Fair enough. I, yep. I, I think it's that people don't know. So are all these rules imposed at MHSA.com? In our handbook, and, and certainly when you get on. Local for, school districts, you can go there with your kids, ask the AD, right? Yeah. Principal for the handbook. Right? But, it, but it takes a little bit of work to actually find out what the rules are, and it's easier just to sit back. and. That's why pull. I did a talk show for 32 years. I could just go off. I didn't check the facts, and then I go home, and I'm like, oh, you know what? I don't have time to apologize. Uh, tomorrow's show, Superfly, we're going to go in a different direction. No, I think there are, there, there's this, and we've talked about it, NIL, high school, uh, the, the connections, these kids aren't even, Arch Manning, not even out of high school, and there's talk he's going to get $13 million. Now Sarkeesian says, yeah, when he's a starter. Uh, you're, you're, you're hearing about, you know, Coleman transferring could be getting a million, or Hunter Dickinson it's, could be over a million from one of those big schools, like a Kansas or Kentucky. So now you get to the high school level, and I think there's been a push with the growth of high school and the visibility through Huddle, through ESPN, through games on television, McDonald's Classic. You got the Under Armour U.S. Army game, the high schools uh, getting national TV coverage. Uh, you've done a great job with the Michigan High School Athletic Association for your championship weekend with the visibility on TV, MHSAA.tv. It's now grown where I think there's an expectation level out there that high schools should be the same as what we're seeing with colleges, right? And you just can't because you don't, these school districts, and including the Michigan High School Athletic Association, you don't have the budget. I want to talk more about this. We'll get into all the other stories surrounding spring sports. Uh, The shot clock, which is a, a monthly conversation we have uh, we'll get to that. Mark Ewell, Executive Director of the Michigan High School Athletic Association in studio. If you have a question, add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. There you can also drop a shout-out to a senior at a Michigan high school athlete, band member, student, whatever. Drop your shout-outs. Add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. Mercantile Bank listener line, one 838 That's 1-866-838-HUGE. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. The Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police reminds us that when it comes to child abuse prevention, we can always make a difference, and we can do that starting now. Be kind and be strong for the kids who need our help. Be mindful of how much every child matters. Create a safe, loving environment for all children. 
Today, tomorrow, and every single day, we can light the way for a child who needs us. And we can do that starting now. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive boys and girls, High School Sports, MHSAA.TV. That's MHSAA.TV. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. Godsmack, live and in your face. Friday, May 26th at Soaring Eagle Casino, plus Bad Wolves. And same show, same night, Bullet for My Valentine. Tickets start at $28 on sale now at the Soaring Eagle box office or etix.com. Party hard, rock harder, Godsmack, May 26th, part of the Soaring Eagle Summer Outdoor Concert Series. Attention hockey parents, the Meyer State Games of Michigan is holding tryouts for their Summer Games Hockey Tournament. Use coupon code HUGESHOW for 10% off registration when you go to stategamesofmichigan.com forward slash hockey. For a lot of us, music and mental health are intertwined. That's why the Collaborative Lab created Intune, a free live stream event, and you're invited. May 18th is Mental Health Action Day, so take action for your own mental health by joining us from 7 to 9 p.m. Musical performances and conversations with the Verve Pipe, Barrel Bones, Carlos Cece, Cole Hansen, and more. Visit IUnderstandLoveHeals.org to learn how you can join the party for free. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer on a Wednesday presented, like all Wednesdays, by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Uh, You can follow all sports on demand live and also catch up uh, with your local high school teams, MHSAA.TV, before you know it. Mark, we're going to be to the Spring Sports Championships. That is a fast year in high school sports, isn't it? Hard to believe, and uh, yeah. talking to our good friends in Marquette yesterday on <laughs> May 2 with 18 inches of new 29, snow. 29, 29 and a half oh. on May 1 and 2, those two days. 
Yeah, they don't think they're going to get on their uh, baseball and softball fields until the end of this month. So end of May. End of May. And when when do the championships and districts begin? Uh, end of May. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was the same thing last year with Calumet for our listeners on AM nine twenty and one hundred seven point three. Houghton Hancock Calumet WMPL. I think it was second week of May when it, you know this similar time when you were in studio. Someone sent me a photo, or maybe it was MHSAA Twitter feed, had a photo that they still had two feet of snow on the ground or something. Yep. One of those. And Nagani was the one that had like 29 and a half inches May 1st and 2nd. Crazy. Mm, pure Michigan. Pure. <laughs> get, start running those ads. Get, get Tim Allen to voice that one. Ah, May, sign of spring. And it shows everybody, you know, jogging along the little river path. And then show the bulldozers dumping snow like drifts 20 feet high. It's beautiful, though. Have you ever thought about, because of the weather with the spring, with the northern or with the upper peninsula schools? Because you do, like in the fall, what do you do? You do a golf championship that's separate? There's some sports that are separated, correct? There are, yeah. We do some in the fall. And then, so golf in the UP is in the spring. That's a a really late season. They finish up in early June. Um, We actually did survey our schools. It was actually kind of coming around COVID. Asking, hey, would you be in favor of us finishing spring sports a week or two later? And it was 80% no way. You're not going to get teachers, ADs, and principals to say, tack on a few more weeks on the school year. No, and even part of it was, you know, then with if spring ends two weeks later, now the pressure that puts on all of the summer activity for fall sports, for winter sports, for families still trying to find time to, to get away and have a little vacation. Uh, yeah, we uh, we got some feedback, and it was uh, pretty loud and clear, uh, no later. In Iowa, don't they play their baseball and softball in the summer, correct? They do, and, and in, ask, in asking that survey question, I was hoping there'd be more support because what Iowa kids are able to do is, you know, a kid could be a fall athlete, a, a winter athlete, run track and field in the spring, and then roll right into baseball or softball in the summer. So, so they get a four-season, basically, in Iowa. They do. It's a, a four-season model. And Is it just softball and baseball in the summer? It is. Those are the only two that, that get bumped later. And where they don't have the snow that we do, but one of the reasons in Iowa is they have, you know, all of those communities along the Mississippi River, flooding is a huge issue every spring. And they found that uh, summertime, and summertime, their high school season is June, and their finals are the end of July. So there's about a two-week break before fall sports begin, and it's always interesting when I'm with uh, my my colleague from Iowa. Mark Hill, Executive Director of the Michigan High School Athletic Association, joining us in studio. If you have a comment or question in regard to high school sports, you can join us on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE-HUGE-SHOW on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. We'll hit the... Shot clock question from Ant Wright and the crew on Twitter, and also uh, talk about the possibility of expansion. I always get those questions every time I say I'm having Mark you on. People are asking, "What's the next sports uh, being added?" So, executive council meetings happening uh, this weekend, so we'll get those updates uh, next week on an MHSA Wednesday. But if you want to join us, Mercantile Bank listener line one eight six six eight three eight four eight four three. Add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. You can drop your senior shout-outs. We'll be doing those every Wednesday through the first week of June. Every-
everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. I'm Matt Shepard, the voice of Detroit baseball. I'm Herman Moore, and football is my game. So we know a few things about sports and the passion of Detroit fans. That's why we're big fans of Eagle Casino and Sports. It's the mobile sports book that lets you bet on action all year long, right from your mobile device. Eagle Casino and Sports, made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Download the app and start winning today. Must be 21 or older and in Michigan to play. Drive for a cause at Mini on the Mac on August 4th and 5th. Hundreds of Mini Cooper owners will come together to experience a unique trip across the world-famous Mackinac Bridge. Mini on the Mac also raises vital funds for biomedical research at Van Andel Institute in Grand Rapids. Not only will you have a great time, but you'll also be supporting a great cause. Register now at MiniOnTheMac.com to be a part of this one-of-a-kind event. That's MiniOnTheMac.com. Register today. Here for my good friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. So you have the chase for the NBA rings going on right now. Some unbelievable action. And they have an offer for new customers who are listening, who download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code HUGE when they sign up. Because those new customers then can make a $5 bet and score $150 in bonus bets Instantly, Plus, everyone can score a no-sweat same-game parlay every day during the NBA playoffs. Just open the DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt-in, and place a same-game parlay on any NBA game. If your bet loses, they'll give you a bonus bet back up to the amount of your initial bet, up to $10. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code HUGE when you sign up. And new customers can make a $5 bet and score $150. in bonus bets instantly. That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and only when you use code HUGE. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Opt-in required. One bonus bet issued based on amount of initial losing NBA bet. Eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer, Mark Ewell, executive director of the Michigan High School Athletic Association in studio. We're going to get to the shot clock conversation. Could there be new sports soon at a Michigan high school near you? If you have a comment or question, you can join us on the Mercantile Bank listener line 
1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. Hey, speaking of rules, and I'm not, you know, from high school games and watching them, I... College football, Mark, just went to the NFL rule where the clock's going to keep running, not stop after first downs. What's the high school rule on that clock compared to college and the NFL? So we, uh, the clock does stop after every first down. And what's uh, interesting to know is the NCAA rule change next year to where the clock will roll after first downs, except in the last two minutes of the half, is only at the Division One and two levels. Uh, Division three football at the college level next year, their clock rules are staying the same to where it stops after every. And I don't think you want to start that with the clock running because high school games already you're you're doing how many minutes a quarter? Twelve minute quarters in the college and pro level, those are fifteen minutes a quarter. So there'll be no clock change. Correct. But the shot clock is always a conversation piece, and uh, I I do want to spend almost a segment on that coming up. Okay. Sounds good. Mark Ewell, tell like it is guy, executive director of the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Uh, as you head into districts for baseball, soccer, uh, lacrosse, uh, you got golf going on, track and field, follow everything. All the brackets, championships, MHSAA.com. And if you want to watch live or on demand broadcast, MHSAA.tv. It's pretty cool. Simple and easy, MHSAA.tv. And if you have a high school comment or question, uh, you can join us on that Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Easiest way with Mark and Studio. Uh, you can drop your shout-out for that senior at a Michigan high school. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. If you miss any of our conversation, uh, remember our podcasts are everywhere and they're free. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts and you can catch up and listen on your schedule. Search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Big. Bad. Huge.